It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Monday. And I am not quite sure three hours is going to be enough tonight for everything we have going. Obviously, you know it's a Medal of Honor Monday that's coming up an hour from now. But yes, we will address the big media stories of the day briefly kind of tucker carlson's out at fox news that idiot don lemon's out at cnn why are we evacuating our embassy in sudan there may be more to that than you think we need government people to start going to prison the system gave us a big middle finger with that ray epps stuff we'll talk about that merrick garland's a crook kathy hochel sucks and susan rice is somebody you should pay attention to all that and so much more coming up tonight on the world famous Jesse Kelly show, and there's more. I, that was just my little opening blurb. I, Hunter Biden's hiding in the White House from his stripper baby mama. It's, we have a lot to get to tonight, but I do. With all that, I want to begin with something else briefly, because we do this from time to time on the show, and uh, it was nothing we ever planned to do, but it is something that we love, and we're never going to stop. So if you don't like it, that's just tough. It's never going to stop. I got this email. Jesse, yesterday, <clears throat> Sunday, April 23rd, was the eight-year anniversary of my dad's passing. He was a Marine sergeant, Vietnam vet, and was at the, the siege of Khe Sanh 
and was a Bronze Star with a V recipient. By the way, quick side note, that V means Valor, Bronze Star with a V. It means a Bronze Star for Valor. It means he was a hero. He was a stud. Anyway, he goes on to say he was a big factor in both me and my brother making a career out of the Marines. I retired as a staff sergeant at 17 years. He said, thanks, Obama, for the forced early retirement. And my brother was a Mustang major with 23 years. Uh, for you civilian types, Mustang means he was enlisted man and then went on to be an officer. I know Monday is Medal of Honor Monday, and his Bronze Star is a far cry from that. But I was wondering if you would be able to play him taps. He loved the Corps and was extremely proud of his service, even at a time when it wasn't popular. I know I wouldn't be half the man I am without him. Thanks for everything you do. You can say our names. His name was Larry. His nickname was The Judge. Semper Fi, Larry. Let's move on to the news of the day. By the way, real quick, uh, he said it's a far cry from the Medal of Honor. I just want to tell you something. I know Medal of Honor Monday is an hour from now, but we'll get to that. But I want to tell you something real quick. There are all kinds of these medals they give out for valor, things like the Navy Cross or the Silver Star. If you ever, if you're into this hero stuff, maybe you're reading it with your family or your Sunday school or your Little League team or your class or whatever you're doing. I, I want to encourage you. To look deeper, look at the Silver Star. Look at the Navy Cross. Look what those citations say. There are a million jaw-dropping Silver Star and Navy Cross citations that could very clearly be Medal of Honor. Very, very clearly. All this stuff gets, it can get political. It can have to do with the officers in charge. It can, yeah, Chris said we do a little bit of that on Memorial Day. We may focus more exclusively on that in the future, just Silver Stars and Navy Crosses, because, man, it's not like those guys are any less legendary because they got a different medal. Lots of stuff they did was amazing. All right, let's, let's, let's move on. I'm going to address this very, very briefly, and that may disappoint you, but I have my certain rules in life. I'm a bad person, but I do have a a code I abide by. Tucker Carlson is my friend. He is a personal friend. I talk to him. I text with him. He is a friend. Therefore, I am not going to spend a long time on this Tucker Carlson parting ways with Fox News thing. I will tell you this. They put out a statement, said it was a mutual thing. They parted ways. I'm simply going to say, I don't know what happened, so please stop texting me. We haven't talked about it yet, so stop asking me. I don't know what happened. That's one. Two, and I know this is really disappointing, and I'm sorry about this, but I'm not going to change. Even if I did know, I wouldn't tell you because that's a violation of code between men. 
you don't have to share everything. I don't know what happened. I genuinely don't. If if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Uh, one thing I do know is talent. Maybe you're going through this in your life. Maybe you've gone through it in the past. Maybe you'll go through it in the future, although I hope you don't. Talent, when talent is let go, talent will always find a home somewhere. No matter what he ends up doing, and I honestly, I genuinely have no idea. I'll find out eventually. Whatever he ends up doing, he'll be a smash success because he's been a, if not the leading voice on the right for at least a couple years now. Whether he has a big platform on Fox or something else, I don't know. He's going to be a smash success wherever he goes. That is all I'm going to say about that. But I am going to say a couple things about the other much less important firing today because there are life lessons in that one for you and me. And after that, we'll get to this Ray Epps stuff on 60 Minutes. I actually think it's a lot bigger deal. Well, I'm taking a, I'm taking something bigger from it than other people are. You know, the January 6th protester who mysteriously has avoided the FBI. Amazing how that worked out. We'll get to that in a second, but I want to get to this other one first because I think it's an important lesson for all, all of us, myself included. Don Lemon was fired from CNN this morning. Don Lemon immediately went to social media and put out a statement. It's this long, whiny, effeminate statement, which is not no surprise from a dandy like Don Lemon. But Don Lemon put out some statement. After 17 years, it would have been nice if management actually called me. And so he's dogging on his employer. CNN puts out a statement saying, we did call, you didn't answer. None of that matters. couple things. One, why is Don Lemon out at CNN? Maybe right now you're saying it's because of the harassment stuff and because he's been in trouble for saying this thing to an employee. And from what I understand, he allegedly grabs some guy's junk at a bar. And so he's got these little mini controversies out there. But remember, you would be wrong. That's not why he's out. He's not out because of this text or this mean thing he said or even grabbing some guy's junk. Don Lemon's out because he sucks at television. Don Lemon's out because he's boring and stupid. That's why Don Lemon's out. Because rule number one, now and forever, as an employee, which you are, which I am. Well, I say you are, maybe you own your own business, but which you are, which I am. Make sure your talent outweighs your baggage. You have baggage. Uh, you all do. I do. We all do. We have flaws, things about us that don't make us the ideal employee robot. That's just the way it goes. Make sure your talent outweighs your baggage. Don Lemon isn't out because he's a big fan of grabbing people's penises. Don Lemon is out because he sucks at television. If he was the number one nightly show and everybody watched, he could just walk around just grabbing every penis he could find. But since he's, his show sucks, now he has to do that in the unemployment line. So that's why Don Lemon is out, because his talent did not outweigh his baggage, which brings us to lesson number two. Before we get to the Ray Epps stuff and the New York City migrant stuff and Merrick Garland. Kids and adults never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, badmouth your former employer on the way out the door. Don't tweet about it. Don't put it on Facebook somewhere. 
And it's so tempting to do that because they did you wrong. This applies to ex-husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends, by the way. They did you wrong and they deserve it. And I'm going to blast him on Instagram. And then you'll put it up there and all your friends will get on there and say, you go, girl. You got him. He was trash. You deserve better anyway. But the problem is, girl, every potential future boyfriend, they all just watched what you did and they crossed your name off the list. You potential future employee, you were, you were maybe going to work for that company one day. You don't know it, but that little Facebook post of yours just eliminated you from contention because your potential future employer saw it and said, ah, if we have to let this guy go, he's going to be a pain. Forget it. That's not about them. It's not about protecting them. They probably deserve the blasting you were going to give them. It's about protecting you. So I know this is weird in this day and age of social media where you have to pour all your feel-feels online all day long, but allow me to give you some of the greatest advice my dad has given me my whole life. Shut up! You don't have to put everything on social media. Keep it quiet. March on. The best revenge is living well. You know what the best revenge is against the abortion industry? Giving young women ultrasounds. You see all these, all these things we speak about, uh, about being pro-life and, and how horrible the abortion industry is and all these things. Those things are all true. They are all true. They are. But the real counter to abortion is telling a woman, showing a woman that that baby is alive, that she has been lied to. And the ultrasound, when she hears the heartbeat, it's, it's from God overwhelmingly a woman who was planning on an abortion these are all women who are planning on having an abortion they hear that ultrasound given to them by preborn overwhelmingly they choose life your 28 dollars buys a life go save a life tonight go to preborn.com slash jesse and save a life tonight just one preborn.com slash jesse sponsored by preborn Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And oh man, remember you can email the show Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Something has me a little nervous. I'll get to that in just a second. Jesse, we are reminded today that anyone is fireable outside of owning your own private business. Anyone. Plan accordingly. Everyone. Well, yeah, everyone, but we're never promised a tomorrow. We're never promised a tomorrow in employment or anything else. So go live your life. All right. And again, remember this. Always remember this. Don Lemon, make sure your talent outweighs your package. Now, Ray Epps, you know who Ray Epps is. I'm not going to insult your intelligence. January 5th and January 6th. He's the most prominent person you've seen on camera stepping up, saying things like this. When you said we have to go into the Capitol, we have to go into the Capitol. What what were you thinking? You've heard that. You've heard him say those words a thousand times. I don't even have to play them for you. You've heard him say, we're going into the Capitol. And then even the people who were around him at the time started chanting, Fed, 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 Fed. Remember that? Remember that? I know you remember it. So um, let's not let's not deal with that. Now, Ray Epps is not somebody who is under arrest. Of course, that's weird because how many January six political prisoners are listening to the sound of my voice as they rot in prison right now? A lot of them. People who did 
far less than Ray Epps have had their lives completely ruined. And Ray Epps has somehow managed to avoid any of that law enforcement scrutiny. He's free as a bird. Huh. So, so you know, you know the deal. You're not stupid. You know what the deal is with Ray Epps. We're, we're not idiots. We know why he's out and why everyone else is in jail. You know, I know, everyone knows. Right? It doesn't matter what he says. We know. We are going to the Capitol. Who is Ray Epps? A former member of the Oath Keepers who served in the Marine Corps and was an ardent Trump supporter, or at least he was, until conservative media post-January 6th began insinuating that he was a government plant for the deep state. No matter how many times they push this conspiracy theory, this lie, it'll never become truth. It's a lie. I guess he's just a criminal mastermind who's been able to do avoid capture. But anyway, let's, let's set all that aside. Um, because I'm not worried about the interview itself. Why do that interview if you're 60 Minutes? If you're the system, let's just obviously accept the fact that CNN, or CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, definitely 60 Minutes to program itself, they're all simply part of the system now. Remember, the system is they all work together to enrich themselves and crush you. So that's why the FBI coordinates with Facebook to help the Biden family. That's why the powers that be would work with, let's say, 60 minutes, hypothetically, to do a promotion like this. But what is the point of a promotion like this? Who was calling for this? Why do you need this? Because remember, segments on 60 minutes don't just pop up. They don't do what me, Chris, and Michael do before the show and figure out what we're going to talk about about 30 seconds ahead of time. This is major television here. There's production meetings. There's staff. You have people, hey, what what can we do here? Let's coordinate this. So this was an ordeal to put this thing together. Bring in Epps, bring in the wife, bring in everybody. This is an ordeal. Why a Ray Epps promo? It doesn't make sense. You can see it. You can see the video. You know the truth. It doesn't matter how many puff pieces 60 Minutes does. You know what the deal is. I know what the deal is. I can look. I have eyes and ears. I, I can see. I, I know exactly why he's somehow the only guy not in jail, not even on the one of the list. I know. You know. Everyone knows. Okay? So why do it? I'll tell you what. Before we go into the why, you want to do a little brief history story for you? We're going to keep it brief, but let's do a little brief one because it's going to tie into this. Let's do a little brief history. Before we do a brief history, I want to do this. Putting your money where your morals are is oftentimes very, very difficult. From the sports you watch to the beer you drink, to the movies you go to, to the brand of clothes you buy, we make mistakes. I make mistakes daily supporting communist companies that are hating me with my dollars, dumping on my values with my dollars. You make mistakes, I make mistakes. The easiest way to not make a cell phone mistake is switching to Pure Talk. Pure Talk, your cell phone company, it's the one excuse you don't have. It's the one excuse I don't have. They're on the same 5G network as one of the big guys. Your bill goes down dramatically. Mine got cut in half, and I support a company that shares my values. No excuses. Dial pound 250. Spend 10 minutes on the phone with someone who speaks English and switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, all right? Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Back to 60 Minutes. Why Why do a Ray Epps piece 
when I know it's absurd, you know it's absurd, everyone knows it's a lie, why, why do this? Well, you've heard me talk about Julius Caesar before. Have you ever heard of the name Vercingetorix? Vercingetorix. Chris, you never heard of that name? Michael, you went to college. You ever heard of that name? What do they teach you people in school these days? All right, Vercingetorix. Now, here's a little background on it. Caesar was not only a highly, highly capable human being, one of the most amazing human beings who ever lived when it comes to his mind. It's one of those minds you wish they could have dedicated it to science somehow just to see how it works, but he was also a very ambitious man. He, he was special and knew he was special. And part of the Roman system was you needed military conquest to really achieve what would be considered Roman greatness. You could be like Crassus. Crassus was actually part of the Julius Caesar circle and is rumored to be the wealthiest man who ever lived. Absurdly wealthy. But Crassus would seek out, he actually died on a military campaign that he didn't have to take later on in his life. Could you foresee uh, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates going on a military campaign? No, of course not. Why would you do that if you're Crassus? Well, because you can have all the money in the world in Roman society without military pelts on the wall. What are you? Right? So that's the kind of society we're talking about here. Which brings us to Julius Caesar and Vercingetorix. And how all this ties into 60 Minutes? Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it! Returns next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show about to do a little, just a little mini, just a little mini history before we get to all the other good things like them banning cigarettes and, and the crisis in New York City. You know, the city is being destroyed by the migrant crisis. And New York City has been destroyed by a few thousand migrants. Border towns from Arizona to New Mexico to Texas have been flooded with illegal immigrants for decades. The biggest, most important city in the world takes a few thousand and it's been destroyed. Come on now. That's, that's more dramatic than a 14-year-old girl. Get serious. All right, let's do some history. Let's do some history here. 60 minutes. Why put Ray Ups up there? Well, we're going back to Julius Caesar. And as an ambitious man... What he needed was military pelts on the wall. So he launched what is now a very obviously famous conquest campaign of Gaul, France. So when I say Gaul, it's France. That's all you need to know. It's France. And it was going very well. And there were ups and downs. And Julius Caesar needed all kinds of his trademark brilliance to invade a place like Gaul and co- cobble together enough allies to, to counter the enemies and all these, all these things. He needed all these things. But eventually, the campaign, the, the, the Gauls figure out, okay, us fighting as a bunch of different tribes is not working. We have to unite under this one warlord, warlord Varking Gedericks was his name. And he's essentially going to run things around here until we, until we defeat Caesar. Because unless we defeat Caesar, nothing else matters. So they rally around Varking Gedericks. I won't go through all the detail of it, but there's this incredible battle at the very end where Varrican Gedericks is on the top of a plateau and Caesar has him surrounded and Varrican Gedericks is behind his walls. So Caesar's outside laying siege to it, but word gets out to the other Gauls. Hey, come help us. So something like a couple hundred thousand Gauls start coming for Caesar from the outside. So he builds his own wall outside of the existing wall and puts his troops inside the the dude was just amazing anyway long story short julius caesar wins he wins bear king Gedericks is vanquished now 
you're Julius Caesar, you've just conquered Gaul, and the warlord of the Gauls is before you. He is completely powerless. He is on his knees in front of you, and you can do whatever you want to him. If you're Julius Caesar, do you kill him immediately in that moment? Why wouldn't you kill him? Of course you'd kill him. It'd be a no-brainer, right? you just kill him, get rid of him. He's not of any political importance now. The people are conquered. The men, women, and children will all be sold off as slaves. Julius Caesar is now wealthy. He's he's done with him. Why not just, why not just kill him right there? Stab him, cut his head off. I don't know, crucify him, do whatever. He didn't do that, though. You know what he did? He kept him safe. He fed him. And I don't just mean for a week or two years, four or five, I believe it was six years, Varrican Gedrix received medical care, clothing, food, water. Huh, that's weird. But why? Is it just because Caesar was such a nice guy? I think there are a couple million dead Gauls who would argue he's not that nice. Then why would he do it? If it's not because he's a nice guy, why would he do it? Well, because the Romans had something called a triumph. A triumph was considered the pinnacle for a Roman. If you were a well-to-do Roman young man with ambition, and all Roman young men had ambitions, the goal was to one day get what very few Romans had ever gotten, and that was a triumph. Now, I need you to understand what a big deal this was. All of Rome would gather they would gather around the streets for an exceptionally expensive, well-planned parade, for lack of a better way to put it. And if you're a Roman citizen, this was a big deal for you, too. Because there's if someone's having a triumph, they're going to be elephants in the streets. Animals you've never seen or heard of before. Uh, look at the pretty girls we captured from Gaul. Look at the... it's going to be a spectacle unlike anything you've ever seen in your life imagine never having seen the macy's day parade at thanksgiving no seriously imagine living in a cave and emerging at the at the age of 30 and they put you right by the macy's day parade with the blimps and the music how over how amazing would it be well that's what a triumph was for the romans and the guy who was being honored in this case caesar he would be on a chariot it would be such a huge event that they would assign a slave to the person in the chariot who would stand behind him and whisper in his ear, you are not a god, you are just a man. You are not a god, you are just a man. This would be repeated to him because it would be such an honor, you would tend to think of yourself as a god. Think about that. But another big part of a triumph, because you got triumphs really after conquests, was you would take the leader... You just vanquished, and he would be chained like a dog on a parade float, for lack of a better way to put it, and he would also be paraded through the streets. Why? Why does that matter? You could have just killed him up in Gaul years earlier. You didn't have to take the time, and frankly, you didn't have to take the risk. What if he'd gotten sick? What if he, uh, you did? But instead, you kept him alive, fed, kept him healthy, watered, for years, only to parade him through the streets on your triumph. And then as soon as the triumph was over, they took Varric and Gedrix down to a dungeon where they strangled him to death. 
So after six years of keeping keeping him healthy, you paraded him through the streets and strangled him to death. Why? Because as hard as this can be for all of us to understand sometimes, it's not just important to conquer somebody. It is important to let everyone know they've been conquered and who you conquered. I've been struggling with this for 48 hours now, 24, 48 hours now. Why would you, out of nowhere, do a 60-minute special on Ray Epps when everyone knows the truth? You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. Everyone's seen him yell, let's go in the Capitol. Everyone's seen the video of him whispering in some guy's ear right before the guy turns around and breaks down the barricades while Ray Epps walks away laughing with a job-well-done face. Everyone knows the deal, so why do it? They're doing it to let us know we can and will do whatever we want here in the system, and we will take somebody you know is dirty We will take someone you know beyond a shadow of a doubt who is dirty and wrong. And you know what he did because you watched a videotape of him doing what he did. And we'll still prop him up as a message to all of you. We can crush whoever we want to crush. If we want to go invade Mar-a-Lago and then indict Donald Trump in New York, we can with the snap of our fingers. And if we want to take somebody you know as dirty as the day is long and prop him up as some saintly in war, as some saint all dressed in white, completely innocent, we can do it. And we're doing it because we know that you know it's wrong. But we are so in control of the narrative. We are so in charge of what you see and what you hear and who gets busted and who doesn't get busted that we just want to make sure you know, peasants, you are not part of the system. And the system does as it pleases. There will be many, many, many examples of this in the coming years as the system tries to remind us who runs things around here. All right. Now, how do we avoid that? Well, let's have an uncomfortable talk about that. Next. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, only 10 minutes away from a Medal of Honor Monday that is going to be different than other ones we've done because it's so old. We have... Journal entries. This is courtesy of a listener. It's so freaking cool. Wait till you hear this one. By the way, remember, your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions, all are welcome to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Let's get to a couple emails before we get to, you know what? No, no. Let's address this really quickly. How do we stop this? How do we stop a corrupt system? I mean, this is something, this is something that's going to be dismissed because AOC is dismissed all the time as just being some moron. Oh, she's just a congresswoman from the Bronx. As I've tried to explain, AOC is going to be in major leadership positions for the next 30 years. AOC matters a lot. And you understand that a representative going on television and speaking like this 
should result in her immediate removal from Congress, right? This is that big of a deal. Federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence. Very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. She's talking about banning media personalities who say things she doesn't like. So we brought this up briefly before on the show, and we're just going to bring it up again briefly right now. How you'll know we're getting our country back, how you'll really know, it won't be elections, right? It won't be, uh, we won back Congress or the Senate. Uh, oh, wow, Trump won the White House and DeSantis won the White House. But None of those things will indicate that we are back on the right track. When you're a late-stage republic, this broken, this lost, that now congressmen will routinely go on television and discuss the media people who shouldn't be allowed to speak anymore, when the FBI will coordinate with the tech giants to censor speech they don't like so Joe Biden can get elected, When you get to the point where the Central Intelligence Agency is working against Donald Trump as president, when you get to that point, you cannot have a country again. You cannot have a sane country again until government people start going to prison. And I know it seems like we're a million miles away from that, and maybe we are, but that will be your indicator. When people like AOC are removed from Congress and possibly arrested for statements like that, you'll know we're on the right track. When FBI agents, FBI directors, supervisors start getting marched off to federal prison for 20, 30 years, life for abusing the powers they have, then you'll know we are beginning to be back on the right track. As long as the little people are the only ones going to prison in this country, you will not have a country again. That is the bottom line. That is such a jaw-dropping statement for a sitting member of Congress to go on television and say, and it's not even, I mean, it's not even crazy enough that it probably batted your eye. It's just simply what they all talk about now. The president himself, well, you got to have limits on your, on your freedoms. Limits on your freedoms? Who exactly do you think you are? Hey, oh, one more thing before I get to a couple emails here. I got a little, you voted for this update. I saw that uh, Kathy Hochul is test marketing a ban on all tobacco sales in New York. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but I just thought this would be a great opportunity because who among us doesn't know a Democrat? If you have a Democrat friend, maybe a smoker, Maybe does chewing tobacco like an American quit. Maybe who knows what kind of tobacco he or she uses. And they vote, they vote Democrat every time. After all, mom always did. Well, I've always done it. And they complain to you about a tobacco ban. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Those three magical words we've adopted here on the Jesse Kelly show. You know what you're going to say. You voted for this. Remember, no more coddling. No more mommy time, daddy time. It is time to start bringing people's consequences of their actions right into their face. Now, 
There's a consequence of my actions. One of my consequences is my dogs have not lived as long as they should have in the past. That's just the bottom line. Uh, they haven't. We always thought we were getting them good food, and I, I guess we did, but the truth is we never gave them proper nutrition. Because dog food isn't proper nutrition. Unless you're making a fresh meal for your dog every time, which, let's be honest, you're not. I'm not. Who does that? Who has time for that? Who has the money for that? Unless you're giving them a fresh meal, your dog is getting dog food, but dog food is dead. That's that's why it lasts forever on the shelf. It's dead. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created Rough Greens, though. All natural, a supplement that gets poured on your dog's food. Pour it on your dog's food and watch your dog come alive. You know how nice it is to not have to clean up Fred's digestive issues after every meal? Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega oils, antioxidants, all natural. Go to Rough Greens. Get your free Jumpstart trial bag, all right? You just cover the shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. Or you can call 833-33-MY-DOG. 833-33-MY-DOG, all right? Go get you some Rough Greens. Now, some emails. Jesse... Absolutely love your sh- you and your show. As a mom of four children who served our nation as Navy sailors, I couldn't be more proud. We are pro-Trumpsters. When my children were in the service, I felt safe knowing Trump was in charge. Thank God my fourth child has just finished his five years of service before China decides to attack. They serve their country rather than cry and whine for a free education. Now one is an FDNY fireman, and the second is working hard in the construction industry. The third will be a nurse, and the fourth, a police officer. I will continue to support a pro-American candidate. Thanks for being a brave broadcaster. Man, what a tribute as a mom. What four kids. That has to be the best feeling in the world. Like that same feeling I get when I see my sons order the right meal at dinner time. That must be the same feeling parents get when their kids turn out that well. I know I've done my sons right when they finally start trying the queso dad orders at dinner time. But in all seriousness, that is pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. JFK is still out there. Or uh, JFK. Whoops. Sorry. He's uh, no longer with us. RFK Jr. is out there. The death rates from this vaccine are there's been more deaths in eight months and in all the billions of vaccines combined over the last 30 years from this one vaccine, 17,000 recorded deaths in the United States. And we know the death rate much, much higher than that. Probably 40 times the best math, the best you know studies are showing that it's 40 times that. Where do people go for a reckoning for that? Where do people go for their reckoning for what they were forced in many cases, if not manipulated into taking. Where do those people go for justice? I'm not hopeful, but maybe one day we'll get there. All right, let's talk about Merrick Garland and Biden and Blinken and all these other things. But you know what we need to do first? We need to do Medal of Honor Monday. Next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.